Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something a little bit unusual for us, which is sports. And as always, please stick with us until the end when we'll tell you what we're looking forward to. All right. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Randy. How are you? Cold. I know. (laughs) We are recording, as we do, in the basement of the Community Foundation, and it is freezing down here. It's really cold. I don't know what's going on, so we need to look into that. But (laughs) um, So, dear listeners, we hope that you're not nearly as cold as we are. But we'll dive in today's to-, to today's topic. Oh, and Sounds one good. other thing before we get started. Mm-hmm. If you hear a little squawky sound, <laughs> that is our office cat, Penny Lane, who's mm-hmm. decided to join us down here in the cold basement and yeah. is feeling extremely chatty. Yeah. Usually on Mondays, after a weekend of being alone, she's a little more vocal than normal. So Yeah. yeah. She's... <laughs> yeah, and you won't hear a traditional meow sound. Penny has a little squawky sound. Yep. <laughs> okay, so with that out of the way, that little bit of housekeeping. So, sports. Sports, yes. Sports. Yeah. The reason we're going to talk about this today is we're recording, I'm not sure when you're listening, but we're recording the day after the Bills-Chiefs game, which was a home game um, where Taylor Swift was in attendance. This is very <laughs> exciting. Um, and... Unfortunately, it marked the end of the Bills' season, Mm -hmm. although they have really had a great run recently. They did. They really did. We're not becoming a sports podcast, and we're not going to talk to you about plays, or we're not going to do any kind of armchair quarterbacking, Monday morning quarterbacking. Instead, I was so taken by the community spirit Mm -hmm. with this particular NFL season When the Bills do well, everyone gets really excited. We live very much in Bills country. Mm -hmm. This is the, you know, a big part of Bills fandom is right here in the Southern Finger Lakes area. And it's special. It's such a feeling. I just wanted to start with a quick anecdote, which was Mm -hmm. yesterday morning, uh, my husband Dusty and I stopped at Butcher's Son, which is this great little butcher shop on Market Street in Corning. And we both had on Bills hats and very heavy winter coats. Again, cold. (laughs) Um, and we were picking up a roast that is actually in our crock pot at home right now. <laughs> and as we were chatting in there with the butchers about roasts and aging of meat, and et cetera, et cetera, uh, we got, to, you know, there's something like this game day energy mm-hmm. on Sundays and particularly with home bills games. So as we were walking out, there was a family in there eating breakfast sandwiches and the father said, go bills. And we said, go bills. And then the mother said, go bills. And we said, go Bills. And at this point, we're at the door, and the mother turned to their about 10-year-old daughter and said, hey, say go Bills. <laughs> so the girl turned around and said, go Bills. And at that point, we started laughing. Yeah. And we walked out. And the first thing I said when we got to the car was, what year do we live in? Because we had this wonderful interaction with both the butchers at Butcher's Son mm-hmm. and the other people eating at Butcher's Son. And nothing about it was anonymous or we weren't alone. Right. We yeah. were all together. Yeah. And a big part of that was because of sports. Right. And because you came in dressed in... Bill's, Bill's regalia. Bill's regalia, right. <laughs> On, and that's because our next stop was Nichols. 
Pit Barbecue yeah. for brunch, yeah. which is a major Bill's loving family owned right. business. Right. So you want to wear mm-hmm. your Bill's mm-hmm. gear on Sundays there because they're all big Bill's fans. With yeah. one exception, there is a guy there who's an Eagles fan. He always has on his Eagles jersey, and that's its own topic of that's conversation. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. we talk so much about building community. Mm-hmm. And we've never talked about how sports are part of building community. No, we haven't ever. We talk about, you know, how volunteering builds community, mm-hmm. talking to your neighbor builds community, and, you know, doing various things. Yeah. And the community helps build community, but never, you know, something as um, tangible as sports. As sports. Mm-hmm. And so I started by talking about sports fandom, mm-hmm. which can build community, right? Mm-hmm. You, the little, the go bills of it all. There's something so sweet and wonderful when you walk through a grocery store or a parking lot and everyone sort of is saying, go Bills. What's special about that is not anything to do with a football Mm -hmm. or uh, games or players or anything. It's the shared language Mm -hmm. and it's the I see you. Yeah, yeah. It's the connection. And and you see me Mm -hmm. and we have this thing in common. Yeah. And it's very, very sweet. But that's fandom. Now, I wanted to talk with you about another huge part of sports culture, which is playing on teams and supporting teams. (laughs) Because you are a hardcore baseball mom. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Never never in a million years thought I would be when I was pregnant for Eden. But yeah, no. So that's a whole other... um, whole other way of building community is being a parent or a family member of an athlete who's, you know, playing the actual sport and what that means for it. It brings you into this whole other realm of community Mm -hmm. with other parents and family members all cheering on, you know, our kids um, and our players and volunteering and putting on spaghetti dinners together and selling Super Bowl you know, board squares yeah. and, you know, we all come together for this common goal um, and something that, that connects each of us. Um, and what I've heard from other parents, like once your kid sort of ages out of that, yeah. it's like a huge loss. Yes. Um, so I still have a few more years of feeling that, you know, pretty close connection with other parents um, before that kind of goes away from me. But yeah, it's a whole other way to build community with one another. And I wanted to touch base on the parent side because so often in pop culture or internet culture, what we see are people complaining about sports parents. Oh, yeah. And acting like <laughs> they're screaming from the sidelines mm-hmm. at either their own child or other children playing, mm-hmm. or they're second guessing coaches, yep. or they're creating a really toxic environment. Yeah. But that has not been my observation of either your experience, mm-hmm. your son's experience, or the experiences of a lot of young players and athletes I know. Yeah. I think those things really happen, and I've, I have seen them, you know, from time to time, but I think those things are outliers. Yes. Those are more like um, they happen, but not as frequently as you see these other parents, like even mm-hmm. from opposing teams, you know. I've had, so my son is a pitcher, I've had, you know, parents from an opposing team saying, wow, how old is your son? He's amazing on the mound. I'm like, oh, thank you. And it's, um, that's the norm. Yeah. The other stuff, the toxicity, the yelling at refs and officials and umpires and all that, that those are, those are one-offs. Right. um, You just deal with them. But yeah. And I would like to shift the conversation. I don't want that to get all of the attention. I don't want those 
yeah. behaviors to get all the oxygen right. when the truth is the vast majority of experiences are really, really positive. Right. Yeah, exactly. Another thing that I think has become a big part of the narrative is that kids play too much, too hard, too soon. Mm-hmm. And they they zero in on a sport really soon, and yeah. they stop playing for fun, or they stop playing multiple sports throughout the year just because they like to get out and play. Yeah. Yes, again, mm-hmm. this does happen, sure. and certainly it's going to get attention on your Facebooks and your Instagrams. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. this community is filled with rec leagues. Mm-hmm. If a kid likes to play basketball, they can play in a rec league. Right. Softball hockey. Yeah. You don't have to always play a travel sport. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be all in on one sport year round. No. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of kids around here, well, and adults, but particularly young people who are really into distance running. Yeah. Yep. And they do that in groups of with friends and maybe they join a club, but maybe they just run. So I just wanted to push back a little bit at some of the misconceptions that youth sports are off the rails. Right. Yeah. The truth is, most people participating, A, are having a great experience. Mm-hmm. B, it can be really affordable, really accessible, yeah. depending on the way you interact with it. And C, most of the families are really wonderful people and having a great time on the sidelines, yeah. watching their kids play, and they're out in the sunshine, mm-hmm. and they're, well, I mean, okay. Sometimes it's Sometimes. bitter, cold, <laughs> and right. or, raining, or raining or not yeah. sunny. Yeah. There's some brutal <laughs> yeah. weather. Yeah. There is some brutal weather. We do live yes. in the Finger Lakes. Yes. But actually, there's like really gorgeous weather too. There is. Yeah. So yeah. we've never talked about it, but we just kind of yeah. wanted to give a little moment of appreciation yeah. for our sports culture here from yeah. the professional to the T ball. The T ball, right. Yeah. Um, and. I did want to mention, too, I think when we think about sport, you think about, like, the the typical, the baseball, basketball, football, yeah. you know, or, or track, you know, sort soccer. of the big soccer, the, the big one. Oh, how the did ones we... that get a lot of mm-hmm. um, attention, I how, guess. How did we miss lacrosse? Well, lacrosse, right. It's huge, too. Hardcore lacrosse oh, community. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, but there are other things, too, that... Um, kids are interested like archery or skeet shooting you know skeet shooting teams and things like that and those are all um as you know equally fun and Mm -hmm. important to not only youth development but also that spirit of building community too i know an eighth grader who is a fencer yeah yeah Yeah. fencing is alive and well here yeah um our daughter was a competitive swimmer for Mm -hmm. a number of years yeah so yeah there's really something for everyone, mm-hmm. and just wanted to give, again, a little bit of a appreciation for all those coaches and all the people making it happen, yeah. um, and dare I say, share our gratitude <laughs> There we go for the role sports play in yes. our community, which is far more positive than the negatives that occasionally get highlighted yeah. and uh, can take over the conversation. That's right. So... With that in mind, hey, Sarah, what are you looking forward to? Oh, my gosh. So, um, yeah, so I am looking forward to the Gratitude Summit. I've lost track of how many years. Like sixth year, seventh year, something like that, that we've done Gratitude Summit. Third virtual. Yeah, COVID obviously created a time worm, so I don't understand time anymore at all. It's a flat circle. So I think six years, but it could be eight. It could be Bless Whatever. It's been a long time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been a great run of Gratitude Summit. Um, so we're having the next one, um, February 14th. It mm-hmm. lands on Valentine's Day this year. So 
Um, it is going to be a virtual format, um, 9.30 in the morning till 11, full of um, fun activities, um, learning. Um, this year's theme is cultivating unbreakable bonds. Yes. So we're... Um, Going with the whole idea of molecules and atoms and how mm-hmm. we're connected and, and that sort of thing. So um, we're excited for folks to spend a couple hours with us just talking about that and all things gratitude. So if you haven't signed up and you would like to, um, it's just $10 um, to participate. And that covers the cost of um, what we mail you um, in yes. advance of the summit, some materials and some fun stuff. Um, so to register, just go to our website um, and go to events, and you'll find it there. Wonderful. Thank you yeah. so much. And our website is? Oh, sorry. That's helpful. <laughs> communityfund.org. Yes. Yeah. Well, so what are you looking forward to? I am looking forward to the fact that gala season has returned yes. in full force here in the <laughs> yes. Finger Lakes. My goodness, we had a couple of years, yeah. obviously, like the rest of the world where we stayed home. But now nonprofit yeah. events are happening it feels like every weekend is another yeah. one, and we're back to the really formal gala mm-hmm. has returned. So it's Corning Children's Center Blue Moon Ball. Was Saturday. Was Saturday. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, always kicks off yeah, gala season. Um, Guthrie will have their event. Mm-hmm. And something I wanted to highlight was the Kappa Ball. So the Kappa men are a group of men who are part of African-American fraternities in college, and it's a, a group of fraternities. Mm-hmm. It's not just one. Um, And so they put on this event every year because they have a scholarship fund, and they also provide a lot of youth mentoring, particularly to young black men in our region. Mm -hmm. Their event is so much fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, just great music, great dancing, great everything. But it's our own version of maybe, I was going to say the Met Gala, but it's not a theme. But what I wanted to say about that is the fashion. (laughs) Women yeah. and men show mm-hmm. up to the Kappa Ball and look gorgeous. Love that. It's no kidding. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to going mm-hmm. this year. Um, I don't think I will be able to compete on that red carpet. I'll do my best. <laughs> I've even made an appointment for like get my hair done nice. and stuff. I want to at least make the effort so the people know that I tried. <laughs> but I am serious. Gorgeousness. Yeah. Truly head to toe drop dead like it is a scene and I am here for it yes yeah so I'm really looking forward to that and seeing everyone in their finery and again there will be a number of events so what I'm gonna say is if you're sitting there thinking I'd like to go Mm -hmm. to an event like that take a peek at Finger Lakes calendar flxcalendar.com everything is there it's really all over the map. I mean, lots of different organizations. And like I said, it's the beginning of the season. Clemens Center has an event later yep. in the spring. There are a number in May and June. So if you think, I have a gorgeous dress or I have a fantastic suit that needs some a, ch- a chance to be seen, go on Finger Lakes Calendar and see what nonprofit you can support. I know the chambers yep. have events. Yep. Um, and it can be really fun to get all dressed up. Oh, absolutely. And head yeah. out for a night on the town. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Our area tends to be a little crunchy. We're a little more comfy in our, you know, fleeces and our boots. <laughs> but once in a while, we really look good. So yeah. uh, it's a chance to a chance to show a whole other side of ourselves and to the support community. a great organization at the same and time. Absolutely, yep. every dollar you spend, you know, is going to be put to really great use. Yep. All right. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you. Thank you for 
braving this frigid oh, space. Yeah. I can't believe how cold I am. Now we're going to have to talk to Sean about this. Yes. <laughs> and thank you all for listening until the end. Can't wait to talk with you next month during the Good Works Podcast. Mm-hmm.